Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Spiritual Walk and I am your host Noah Mack. In today's episode we'll be diving into another bold statement said by Jesus in John chapter 13 and 14. And this week's episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm not going to talk about the story as much as I've done before, but I'm going to be talking about real life situations that we can be going through nowadays and how these stories can apply to our lives and it can better change it. So let's go straight into it. John chapter 13, in the beginning, I'm, I'll be going over it. And right now it's the Last Supper and Jesus is with his disciples at the table eating dinner. And he gets up and decides to pour water in a bowl and start washing their feet. All the disciples are confused at this point saying, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? You shall never wash my feet. Then Jesus says to them, unless I wash your feet, you have no part with me. When he's finished washing their feet, he asks them if they understand what he has done for them. He says that I have washed your feet, so you must wash others. I have set an example that you should do as I have done for you. Then when he is done explaining this to them, he goes straight into something else. He tells them that he who shared my bread has turned against me. Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, Very truly I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. He just dropped a bomb at the dinner table saying that one of his disciples will betray him. Now if I was one of the disciples, I would have been asking around saying, Who do you think it is? Who do you think will betray him? Simon did the same thing I would have done. He goes over to John and says, Ask Jesus which one he means. Then John leans over to Jesus saying, Lord, who is it? Then Jesus tells them, It is the one to whom I will give the piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. If I was there, I would not accept the piece of bread that Jesus is about to give me because I would have been exposed right in that moment. But Judas accepts the bread and Satan entered into him. Then Jesus says to Judas, What you're about to do, do quickly. Then Judas runs off into the night. Now this is where the real anxiety kicks in when Jesus tells his disciples, he tells them, my children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now where I'm going, you cannot come. In this moment, the disciples are saying to themselves, why can I not come with you, Lord? I've been with you all this time, but there's one place you're going, I cannot come. So what are you gonna do there? Why can I not come? Jesus gives them a new commandment saying, Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Then Simon says to him, Lord, where are you going? He replies, Where I'm going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Then Peter says, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus exposed him by saying, Will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. At the end of this chapter, now Peter is having anxiety because Jesus told him that he'll betray him three times. If Jesus told me this, I'll be very, very anxious. All the disciples are having anxiety right now, which is something we have in today's world. As teens and adults, we face anxiety every day. We are anxious about the future. We are nervous to what is about to come. Some of us might be troubled about school. Some of us might be troubled about work. 
or certain friends, family, or church even, there's always something to be troubled about. That is something this world is struggling with. We're struggling with anxiety and the struggle with trouble about life. That's the same thing the disciples are struggling with. They're wondering if they're going to survive without Jesus or if he's going to come back for them. But in John chapter 14, Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. The first thing Jesus says to them is do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not ache. Do not be depressed because I will come back for you. He is leaving so that he can come back and we can be with him. He's preparing a place for us, a place that we can all fellowship together so that we can be with him and he will never leave us again. If this doesn't lift you up, I don't know what will because he just gave us assurance that he will come back for us. But in today's world, we have lost sight of that assurance that he has told us. We have lost track of the goal to get to heaven that he has prepared a place for us already. And we forgot all about that. And we're still dealing with a troubled world and things that we don't need to worry about. Teens all over today are dealing with anxiety. And the causes of this anxiety could be peer pressure. Drinking and drug use, depression, all that can strike anxiety in a teen's life and this can cause them to go downhill. If you are a person, an adult or a teenager dealing with anxiety or some sort of depression in their life, do not lose hope. Are you that person thinking that they're way too deep in a rut, that they can't see the light ahead of them? Are you that person crying out to others, asking for help and not receiving what they want? Are you that person looking for something to fill in their life, something meaningful and something hopeful? Are you that person trying to battle an issue, trying to find their own way out of it? Are you like Thomas asking, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? If you are any of these people, Jesus has the answer for you by saying this bold claim, I am the way and the truth and the life. He is the way out of the rut. He is the truth to your problem and he is the life you are looking for. Even if you're a listener who is a non-Christian who is looking for a way to start, start with this bold claim and he will change your life. If you follow this statement throughout your life, you will see a transformation before your eyes. You will find yourself not stressing about the future. You will see yourself not worrying about the troubles to come because Jesus has already taken care of that. I say to everyone who is listening today to take up Jesus, to follow his example, and to live a better life. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you for showing us a life to live on this earth. I thank you for being the way, the truth, and the life. 
and I thank you for dying on the cross for us, so that you will prepare a place for us to stay when you come back. Lord, we love you, and we appreciate all that you have done for us. Amen. That will conclude this week's episode of The Spiritual Walk. Thank you to everyone who listened today. Please stay tuned for next week's episode. And remember, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life.